Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, if it were a sound, it would be the distant soft rumble of a thunderstorm announcing its unwelcomed arrival on a summer's day. Before you know it, the sky turns black, rent with a spear of lightning, a torrential downpour, and you've got soggy sandwiches. This particular rumble, it's a question I'm hearing more and more often. The question is, is the NHS fit for purpose? The narrative goes, during COVID, we all stayed away from the NHS to save it. We avoided putting pressure on the system. Now, we have a backlog of symptoms, cancellations, fears, and the NHS is not saving us. Waiting times are stretching around the block. People are being forced to use their savings to go private. Is the NHS fit for purpose? Is it time to privatise it? I fear this shift in public opinion could turn into a movement and into a manoeuvre by the press and the privatisers on the Tory backbenches. If it does, it will be because of a colossal failure. Not of the NHS and the millions who work in it, but the NHSE and DH communications professionals missing in action, not pulling their weight. They have the ammunition, but they won't go into battle. Here are 10 facts they should be firing off everywhere, and number 19 should learn by heart. Last year, 242,000 plus COVID patients were treated in hospital. In January this year, over 100,000 were treated. More than 6 million elective treatments were completed in 2020 despite COVID. And more than two cancer procedures were carried out for every one patient treated for COVID. There were more than 18.7 million A&E attendances. 25,000 cancer patients started treatments in December and that's 500 more than the same month in the previous year. Nearly 210,000 people were referred for cancer checks, 13,000 more than December 2019. Waiting times for elective surgery fell by more than 40% between July and the end of the year. Hospitals are treating over a 1,000 more patients with COVID than they did at the peak of the first wave. And the NHS is currently treating more people with COVID in critical care than hospitals did for all conditions this time last year. The message is the NHS is on the case and in case you're worried, we'll get to your case as soon as we can. Make a note to self, print out this list, stick it on the office wall, on the fridge door, email it to 10 friends and ask them to send it to 10 more. Now, did I employ an army of researchers to come up with these gems? No, they're all on the NHE's, NHSE's own website. For all the use our communications experts make of them, they might as well be locked up in the Bank of England. In case of doubt, may I remind everyone up there, comms is not the secret service. There's a shed load of good stuff going on. Not to plaster these numbers to every news media, program editor and every household affinity group, club and council in England is an insult to the work till they drop front line whose perspiration is producing these astonishing numbers. Data is useless. 
if it's not turned into information. And information is useless until it's properly targeted. Posting numbers on a website is only part of the job. The clue is in the title. Communication. DH and HSE are so fixed on stopping trusts saying the wrong thing, they forget it's their job to say the right things to the right people the right way, right away. Numbers aren't exciting. Personal interest stories are. Things like, I had a lump and I was terrified, but I went to the NHS and it was safe and clean. I had an operation I never thought I'd be able to have. I'm so pleased. Thank you, the NHS. Do you think our great communicators could arrange communications like that? Fat chance. Privatise the NHS? Well, let's look at that. GPs are already private and they seem to get most of the flack. Labour tried to privatise the NHS by stealth with competition, markets and contracting, and that didn't work. Lansley tried to extend it, and that made it worse. The only time an NHS hospital was run by the private sector, that circle at Hinchinbrook, they paid £5 million to get out of the deal early. It was a failure. The private sector depends on NHS doctors and ethicists working in the evenings and on their days off. Few have ITU facilities, and if an operation goes wrong, they ring 999. Care home providers make about £1.5 billion a year in profits, much of which ends up in tax havens, and Virgin Care does much the same. Is that what we want for our NHS taxes? Note to self. Print out another list. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you sometime soon. Bye-bye now.